0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to Stuff You Should Know, from HowStuffWorks.com.
1: Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. There's Charles W. Chuck Bryant. And again, it's just the two of
0: us. Yep. With and you guys. Empty studio. Yes. Just our, uh, <clears throat> I feel like we're, you know, that uh, the Coke commercial from the 70s that Mad Men. Uh, Never saw the show. Oh really? Yeah, that's a good one. I've heard heard good things.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're you're not the first person I've heard mention it.
0: Uh, it's like we're holding hands with our our listeners all across the world. Like oh, hands do they, they, across do they, they, the
1: world. I'd like to buy a, the world a Coke thing. Is uh, Supposedly them.
0: I don't want to spoil anything for anyone.
1: Oh okay. Wow. <laughs> what happens at that? Like, there's a plot. That's a huge plot point. I'll just I'll tell you afterward. Okay.
0: If you're never going to watch the show.
1: Uh, yeah, I probably won't yeah. I mean, like I pick and choose what I'm gonna get into, you know, like sure. it's a commitment, especially what how many seasons did that thing go six? 5 you're not
0: like most people who just watch whatever's on in front of them until it's it- over. <laughs> a lot of people do, most people do what you don't think people pick and choose their their culture they
1: consume. I think that they do, but I think they're they're more ready to jump in than I am, like the idea of like okay. taking your tablet to the beach to watch t v that's not like a great thing to me that's that's like what what happened to us, so
0: what you're saying is you're more selective than your average
1: Joe, I guess, but I don't mean to make myself seem all like Lottie da or anything like that, you know <laughs> I'm just saying I don't watch I don't watch TV shows like Narcos. Remember I told you to watch it the other day?
0: Yeah, and other folks have told me that, so I'm gonna watch it.
1: so I saw the first episode amazing, yeah. amazing stuff um and I started to watch the second one. And I was like, I just I can't right now.
0: I don't know what it is about me. So you recommended that to me before you saw it?
1: No, I saw the first episode. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, I could have seen the first couple minutes and it would have been like, go watch this whole series. I think it's going to be great. And then you bailed on it? Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't bailed entirely, but I guess that's my point. Is I, like, like, I, it's not just something I can pick up like willy-nilly, and I don't know why, because it's TV.
0: Well, here's what I used to do. Boy, we're already so sidetracked, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's no one in here, <clears throat> no one here to stop us. That's right. To pull the plug. Uh, here's what I used to do is I would watch a show, let's say a few seasons. And then if it started getting bad, like true blood or Dexter, I would be like, well, yeah, but I got to finish it. Oh no. And then I got to the point where I was like, no, I don't need to finish it. No, it's true. I can bail on a TV show that starts to suck. Yeah. The showrunner bailed on you. Exactly. So why can't you bail on? And then I'll show? just read about the finale. Cause that's all I care about is seeing how it ended. Sure. And in the case of Dexter's finale, it was amazingly, awfully great. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that's that's fair. Same with books, too. I
1: mean, like, why plow through a book that you're like, I cannot I, I cannot care about this any longer?
0: I think I uh, have, I'm only 44, but I do sense my mortality a little bit. Like, wait a minute, do I need to watch this season of this thing that I don't like? Sure. Because I'm going to die, and I haven't seen Casablanca yet. What? I haven't seen Casablanca. Really? No. You should. I know, because I'm going to
1: die. I mean, you should. Like, that's a any any night of the week kind of movie. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, I plan to. Okay. Um, so, speaking of dying, Chuck, uh-huh. it turns out that in fairy tales, these wonderful little things that Disney promoted and turned into, well, wonderful little things. Sure. It started out with a lot more death, a lot more destruction, a lot more cannibalism.
0: How about murder or rape? Incest, torture, kidnapping. Sex
1: with the comatose.
0: Necrophilia. Yeah. well, let's well Probably
1: that. somewhere in one we haven't heard of yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where fairy tales, or that's the kind of, um, that's the type of tales that fairy tales started out as.
0: Yeah. And we are going to, uh, I think we agreed, we're going to do a show on fairy tales, probably like the brothers Grimm, Hans Christian Andersen, and uh, Charles Pirot. Oh, nice. The three nice big, the three biggies. Yeah. And fairy tales in general, cause it's really interesting.
1: Well, let's make this a two-parter. So this will be part one, and then part two will be a fuller explanation of everything we just talked about. Agreed. Okay. So, um, we don't have to go into it too much, but the point is, is that many, many years ago, there were such things as oral traditions. Yes. Folk tales. And they were typically passed along by, say, women who were working at looms yeah. or people who put the kids to bed and were passing the time before the fire mm. because there weren't tablets you could take to the beach to watch <laughs> Orange is the New Black anywhere, you know? <laughs> so you had to entertain yourself somehow. So adults told each other tales, and these form the basis of fairy tales, which seems weird to us now because fairy tales you tend to associate with kids but that just wasn't the case before.
0: Yeah, and apparently the brothers, uh, Grimm, uh, Jakob, and Wilhelm, uh, originally intended them for adults. Uh, things weren't selling so well. So they said, maybe we should um, sanitize these a little bit. Yeah. Lighten them up and see if we can get kids um, to read these grisly morality tales. Right. You know?
1: To scare them into being, you know, straight shooters.
0: Yeah. And then Walt Disney came along and he said, you think you sanitize things. Right. <laughs> Wait till I put my Disney stank on it. Yeah. Cause my Disney stank smells like roses. It does. There's like
1: glitter and like <laughs> fairies and it's just all very nice. It smells like, I was trying to think of the best smell I, I can think of, but. Um, Pert Plus smells pretty great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a friend who, uh, used to call, uh, the S U. A-V-E, shampoo. Uh-huh. He called it Swave. Oh, really? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. On purpose? Yeah, like, uh... Or like
1: that was legitimately what they thought it was. Yeah, he really thought
0: out. that. He, like, you know, stayed at his house, and like, hey, if you need anything, let's open uh, some Swave in there. <laughs> no.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah.
1: You were talking about how Disney um, sanitized it.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, sanitized things, and um, so we're going to, I don't think we're going to do all ten, because that's what we do. Right. <laughs> I- but we're going to talk about some of the earlier versions of um, now sanitized classics. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: it's kind of fun. Because you see just how far we came by, you know, when things became disney Chuck.
0: Chuck. Um, should we talk about uh, Pinocchio? Yeah.
1: That's a good one. Which was, uh, as far as Disney films could go, that was maybe the creepiest of all. Yeah. Because of the stranger danger that wound throughout it. Totes. And that was part of the original the original thing was like you don't go off with strangers. You don't run away with from home cuz exactly. there's plenty of predatory adults who want to just do all sorts of horrible things with you.
0: That's right. So uh Pinocchio was kidnapped by Stromboli and uh basically was threatened with, you know, Pinocchio was made of wood and said, uh I'm going to burn you alive. You're going to make a good fire one day. Yeah. If you uh get too old. Right. If you don't stay young, which is also creepy.
1: Yeah, it is. And Pinocchio is like, oh no, Mister Bill! <laughs> uh,
0: but the source story was by Carlo uh, Carlo Collodi in 1883, and <laughs> right, <who>? uh, <laughs> Carlo Collodi. Nice. And so Pinocchio was teased in that version by um, about his wood head by Jiminy Cricket. Um, I don't know if they called him Jiminy Cricket in that version though. No, but it was a cricket.
1: Yeah, and he definitely didn't have a top hat and sing. When you wish upon a star.
0: No, that was all Disney. Yep. So uh Pinocchio gets really upset and throws a hammer and kills <laughs> the cricket with a hammer. Yeah. And then Pinocchio is hanged and killed, tied up, hanged and killed by for... the fox and the cat. Oh, I thought like by the court for killing the cricket. No, by the, his enemies. But he
1: loses his temper. And as a result, the one of the main characters in the story loses his life. Uh-huh. And Pinocchio's left to be like, well, oh, what have I done? Right. And then he's killed. That's a great children's story. That is. But think about how bizarre that is that at one point there was a story that adults told one another about a wooden boy.
0: Yeah, who they really wanted to stay a boy, or else they'd burn him alive.
1: Yeah. And we'll get into more like fairy tale analysis and that kind of thing in the other episode. But- sure. Just chew on that for a little while. Chew on the weird <laughs> psychosis that lies behind that.
0: All right. Uh, up next, we have The Little Mermaid, which uh, I don't think, of course, I'm just guessing, but I didn't know there was an original source story. Hans by, Christian Andersen. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, 1837. Um, was it actually called The Little Mermaid? I guess it was. I
1: think it was. And there's actually a statue of The Little Mermaid um, in uh, Hans Christian Andersen's home country. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Utopia? Yes.
0: In Denmark. <laughs> yes, he was Danish, right?
1: I think Copenhagen Harbor, there's a statue of her. But not the Disney one. Right. Yeah.
0: So that is Ariel, obviously. Uh, we all remember and love that movie. Actually, I didn't because I was a senior in high school at the time, <laughs> so I wasn't into that. Yeah. Uh, I was too busy watching uh, bad TV on the beach. Um, <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Okay. So, in the movie, we all remember that Ariel um, makes a deal with uh, Ursula, the sea witch, and she says, you know what? You can be human if you'd like. Just give me that beautiful singing voice of yours. Yeah. Uh, and in the real version, there was uh, the witch offers her a potion in exchange for her tongue.
1: Which like, she cuts out.
0: Yeah. And Ariel says, sure, first of all, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but she says, this will also make you feel like a sword has pierced your body forever. And you'll be able to dance, but it will feel like you're dancing on knives. And it'll feel like there's maggots eating at your open wounds. <laughs> oh, man. So she takes the deal anyway. Uh, all for a dude. Yeah, all for a guy. So say what you will about that as well. Um, in the original version, uh, eventually these, uh, I think these sea ladies come out of the ocean and say, if you kill the prince, they give her a dagger. Say, you can kill this guy. And drip that blood on your feet, and you'll get your mermaid tail back. Yeah. And she says, mm, I can't do it. So she flings herself into the ocean and becomes seafoam. Which is what happens. <laughs> but then she goes, the sisters take her into heaven.
1: And the dude ends up uh, marrying another lady, which she watches as she's ascending into heaven, right? Man. So no blood on her
0: feet. Nope. never, Never killed the prince. Okay. Cinderella? Yes. Not Cinderella. <laughs> no. <laughs> the great the, Jerry Lewis movie. <laughs> the, with
1: uh, Dean Martin, too, right? Was Dean in that one? I think he might have been. Man, I love that <laughs> Uh <laughs> Was it the same thing? Was it the exact same story, but just Jerry Lewis's? Uh... Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And it's a pretty old story, but the Disney version basically has like, uh, Cinderella is very sweet and beautiful and kind, but she's being... Basically human trafficked by her own uh, wicked stepmother (laughs) who makes her do everything that her two lazy, ugly, inside and out uh, daughters won't do. Yeah. Or don't, shouldn't, we don't want to do. That's right. Like clean out the cinders from the fireplace, hence her name. Is that where that came from? I believe so. Huh.
0: No idea. So the original story was uh, from 1697 and Shao Perrault. Um, Cinderella or the Little Glass Slipper. And as you remember in the original, um, she is allowed to go to the... Uh, she's dressed up by the... Uh, fairy godmother. Yeah, fairy godmother.
1: Yep, very great character of all time. All great. pretty.
0: You get to ride in this great uh, horse-drawn carriage. Which used to be a pumpkin, remember. Yes. And it will turn into a pumpkin at midnight. Yeah, so and you will lose all those nice clothes and that glass right. slipper.
1: If you want everyone to like you for being wealthy, make sure they don't see you
0: after midnight, you have to abscond. Seriously, like the messages these are sending when you really dig into it. I know. They're pretty horrifying. I can't wait to talk about it in the next episode, man. Uh, this is
1: all just one big teaser for everybody.
0: It is. The fun teaser before the grim
1: ending. So she takes off um before midnight. The prince is like, wait, wait, come back. Uh Please. And she's like, no, I got to go. Yeah, I can't let you see that I'm actually poor and pretty. And he's like, what? I couldn't hear you. She's like, nothing. And she takes off, but she leaves behind her glass slipper. That's right. And in this glass slipper that fits her perfectly is what the prince decides to use to identify this mystery woman. So he starts looking throughout the kingdom.
0: Correct. And in the original version, which I said by uh, Pirot, it's actually pretty much like that. But in 1812, and that's the thing with fairy tales, they're rewritten a lot uh, throughout the ages by different folks. Sure. With different versions. Right. And in 1812, the Grimm brothers uh, had a version called Ashen Putel, um, <laughs> which I don't even know what that means.
1: I don't either. Ashen, maybe it's the same thing, Cinder and Ashen. Maybe. I don't know the a Putel. What is that? I have no idea. Okay, but anyway.
0: So the evil stepmother in this version um, says to her stepdaughters, to the oldest one, she's like, "Here's what you do. I know that shoe won't fit on the around your big hammer toe." <laughs> so he, Here's a knife. Cut that thing off and the shoe will fit. And she does it. She cuts off her toe, mm-hmm. puts on the slipper. And the prince is like, this is great. Until these pigeons, magic pigeons, come along and say, hey, prince, <sighs> check that toe out. It's bleeding through the glass slipper.
1: Like her shoe is filled with blood. Yeah. She's like Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion all of a sudden. <laughs> So the prince is like, you get away from me, imposter. Yeah. And sends the eldest, uh, daughter, the eldest stepsister away. The youngest one tries the same thing, except she cuts off part of her heel, which seems to me exponentially more painful than cutting off your own toe. Yeah. Same bit. Apparently Charles Peralt was like, I can't come up with anything else. We'll just go with the same thing. The two pigeons point out the bloody shoe and the, uh, the, the younger sister. Goes away, and then finally, somehow Cinderella ends up in the in the with the shoe on, right?
0: Yeah, and he says, "I found you. We're gonna go get married." And in, a, in an act of good favor, she invites the stepsisters to the wedding because she was such a nice person. Probably to rub salt in the wounds.
1: Well, yes, and also because um, she knew that her pigeon friends were going to pluck their eyes out, which they did.
0: One at a time, they pluck out one eye each, and then they come back and finish the job and pluck out the other eyes. So here's the thing. We were raised with this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, sure. I I mean,
1: I'm familiar with the Disney version of all these things, but I also had like a a fair idea that there was a weird, darker um, foundation to these stories before, right? Um, Imagine not having ever been exposed to this kind of thing. Think about how bizarre some of the twists and turns that take place in these stories are. Talking pigeons end up plucking out the sisters' eyes after exposing them earlier. Like, that's just a weird extra twist, you know?
0: Yeah, like if the aliens came down. Right. They're like, this is what we read our children on Earth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong
0: with you? All right, well, let's take a little break here. Oh,
1: yeah, we forgot to do this.
0: And uh, we'll come back and talk about... uh, a little someone with a red riding something.
1: Mm-mm. I think I might know who you mean.
0: Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O.
1: Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13+, Plus, where
0: you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. That's right. You can unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, the most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories.
1: And when you shop online at Dell.com/deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit, and free shipping on everything.
0: That's right! Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at Dell.com/deals. That's D-E-L-L dot com/deals. All right, Little Red Riding Hood. That's who I was talking about, everybody. Mm. or I was not going to guess that. So let's recap the, the real story here, which is uh everyone knows this one as well. I'm assuming Little Red Riding Hood uh, is traveling through the woods to deliver food to her dying grandmother. And she meets the hungry wolf.
1: Yeah. She's bringing butter, a pot of butter. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> According to Charles Perrault. It's delicious. So the wolf says... I like to think way in advance and make grand schemes. So I'm going to tell you, little girl, who I'd like to eat, mm-hmm. to stay here and pick some flowers. Yeah, grandma would love some flowers as she's dying. Yes. So, um, and by the way, where's grandma live? And little red riding hood, <laughs> while she starts picking flowers, like, oh, down the way and take a left at the, the old oak tree and yeah. then, um, don't make eye contact with the talking pigeons. That's right. <laughs> right? And you'll find Grandma's house. So the uh-huh. wolf takes off while Little Red Riding Hood is picking her flowers. Unbeknownst to her, the wolf has gone and is now eating her grandmother to death.
0: Yeah. And then like Norman Bates style, dresses up in her clothing, <laughs> sits with his back to her in a rocking chair, and lays in wait, yeah. which you would think that's dark enough.
1: Yeah, it's pretty dark. Just eating grandmother is bad enough, right?
0: Uh, in the Grim version it was called Little Red Cap. Um,
1: which doesn't have the same ring. No. Nah. Little Red Riding Hood. That's yeah. beautiful.
0: Just rolls off the top.
1: Little Red Cap.
0: Nope. No. It good. just
1: kinda ends right there, you know?
0: So uh, Little Red Riding Hood is is actually eaten by the wolf in their version. And then a Yeah, uh, because she
1: comes in and the wolf's sure. dressed as the grandmother and they have a, a
0: little exchange and she ends up getting <laughs> eaten, right? In exchange? Yeah. And so he eats her dead, or we think she's dead. Uh, a woodsman comes along and cuts the wolf open with, uh, well, there's different versions. Shears or an axe. And the woman, uh, the grandmother and Little Red Riding Hood come out. And as if you think that's the end. No, no, no. Let's fill the wolf with rocks. Oh, do they? In and the-, the grim version? In the grim version, the wolf gets up and tries to go away, but he is weighted down by the rocks inside of his body and uh, collapses and dies. Wow. So it's a good ending. Yeah, it is. In that case. That's the grim
1: version. In the Charles Perrault version, he ended his with the moral of the story kind of thing. Um, and the moral of his story was, do not get in bed with a sexual predator. Yeah. Because in his story, Little Red Riding Hood um, comes to grandmother's house and you, she suspects that something is amiss. Yeah. Um, but she still takes off her clothes and gets into bed with grandmother when she's invited to by this wolf dressed as grandmother, and she says, "What big arms you have, what big legs you have? what big ears you have?" Yeah. and the wolf has a, a smooth answer for everything, you know sure. what I'm saying, uh, and then ends up eating her just uh, she dies. she's eaten to death by a wolf, and that's the end of the story. and then the moral is is little girls should not um uh, should not expose themselves to predation by sexual predators basically <laughs> it's not exactly how Perrault put it but essentially that's what he was saying
0: well here's a direct quote from parole uh or piero excuse me um from this story one learns that children especially young lasses pretty courteous and well-bred mm-hmm. do very wrong to listen to strangers and it is not an unheard thing if the wolf is thereby provided with his dinner i say wolf for all wolves are not of the same sort there is One kind with an uh, amenable disposition, neither noisy nor hateful nor angry, but tame, obliging and gentle, following the young maids in the streets, even into their homes. Alas, who does not know that these gentle wolves are all such creatures, the most dangerous? So you're basically saying like they're all gross and dirty and preying on you.
1: Yeah, which I mean, hats off to him for performing that public service. Sure. But where's the fairy tale that says sexual predators do not predate?
0: I don't think they read uh, stories for... But
1: they were once young children,
0: young true. boys I mean, true.
1: who could have been raised on that kind of thing. That's a good point. You know?
0: I tip my little red cap to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a good one. Hansel and Gretel.
1: Yeah. I grew up next to a, um, an older couple who had a dog named Gretel Schnauzer. So cute. Really? Sweet dog.
0: So this one starts out with uh, an evil stepmom married to a dad of the father of Hansel and Gretel. And she's like, you guys eat way too much food, mm-hmm. and your dad and I are in uh, danger of going hungry. Yeah. So we're going to take a long walk in the woods, and only two of us are coming back. <laughs> so the kids, she does this twice, because the kids are smart enough on the first go-around to mm-hmm. leave a trail of pebbles in the woods. Oh, I thought it was breadcrumbs. That's part two. Oh, okay. At first, they leave the pebbles. They come back, and she's like, son of a... Yeah. All right, we're going to do this again, and you're not taking any pebbles. She walks about into the woods again. They leave breadcrumbs, which are famously eaten, and so they are now stranded in the woods. By the pigeons. The talking pigeons, huh? Probably so. Yeah. So the plan has worked from the evil step monster. Uh, they then encounter the bloodthirsty witch, who basically is like, look at this sweet gingerbread house. Why don't you come on in here because I know you little uh, piglets like to eat. Yeah. And they do. They go in. Yeah, they go in.
1: And I mean, a house made of gingerbread, like that's that's a great device right there. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to just come into that house and see what's inside if the house is made of <laughs> gingerbread? Yeah. What the heck is the, the microwave made of? Right? There might
0: be charcuterie
1: inside. Sure. So um, once inside, they're trapped because this is the house of an old witch. Um, who seems like a kindly old lady as they're going in. Then once the door shuts, they're in trouble,
0: right? Yeah, Gretel is basically enslaved. Uh, Hansel is locked in a cage and fattened up. Yeah, like a goose. So she can eat him.
1: Yeah. And then at some point, the witch says, "Ah, what the heck, I'll eat you both. Uh, And this gives Gretel the chance to get a drop on the witch.
0: Yeah, which is pretty funny to me. The witch is basically like, hey, Gretel, why don't you go and look in that oven? Let me know if it's hot enough. Right. And she's blind, and the witch is. Uh-huh. And Gretel's like, I don't know what you mean. Why don't you show me what you mean? Right. And the witch says, oh, okay. You stupid girl. Let oh, me show you. Exactly. So she shuffles over and she's like, mm. you stick your head in like this. <laughs> right. Engage the, ah! Right, because Gretel went
1: and pushed her in. Yep. By the rump. And the witch is burned alive to death.
0: Yes. And then Hansel and Gretel make their way back home. And the stepmother is dead. Right. But in the Somehow. alternate
1: version, uh, Gretel is like, wow, Hansel, you do look pretty good and eats him alive. Oh, really? No.
0: No. <laughs> well, what gets me is they go back home. Stepmother's dead. They don't explain how she died. And I wonder if the dad was just like, so uh, <laughs> right. sorry about marrying that lady who tried to kill you twice. Don't dig any holes in the backyard. <laughs> Should we take a break?
1: Oh, yes, I think we should.
0: All right. We'll take another quick break, and we'll come back with uh, some of my favorites. (laughs) ¶¶
1: To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs
0: like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. That's right. You can unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, the most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must have electronics and accessories.
1: And when you shop online at Dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to state of the art technology to match your forward thinking spirit and free shipping on everything.
0: That's right. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at Dell.com slash deals. That's D E L L.com slash deals.
1: Welcome back to story time with Chuck and Josh.
0: <laughs> yes, adult story time.
1: Yeah, because yeah. if your kids are listening to this, you're a monster yourself.
0: Um, Rumpelstiltskin. <clears throat> this one really creeped me out when I was a kid because it, it featured a, a an imp, like a, a creepy, beastly imp. Who,
1: not only that, had like um, a, a lack of control over his emotions he was prone to emotional outbursts he was like unstable which made him even like
0: (laughs) even more scary you know so this one starts out there's a miller who tells the king that um you know my daughter can spin straw into gold you ought to see this girl go he's totally full of it though totally full of it (laughs) i don't know what i'm sure he was expecting to get away with it. I don't know how. Uh, who knows? Maybe he was king. just going
1: to, like, hit the king over the head with something <laughs> when he came to look and then marry him while he was unconscious.
0: So the king says, great, she's cute. Let's trap her in the castle and lock her in a room with a bunch of straw, spin it into gold, lady. And um, I'll marry you. Yeah, and she's like, she gets in there and she's like, I have no idea how to spin anything into gold. <laughs> uh, and this little imp, Rumplestiltskin, climbs up, says, I can actually do that. And if you give me some jewelry, I'll... Spend that junk into gold. Uh, he does so. Uh, the king is like, this is sweet. Uh, let me lock you in a bigger room with more straw. Mm-hmm. Rumpelstiltskin comes back, spins all that into gold for more jewelry, mm-hmm. comes back a third time. Because she, now she's hooked. Yeah, she's hooked, and she's like, I don't have any more jewelry. Like, what are we going to do here? Right. And, and what does he say? He says, I got an idea.
1: I got an idea. I've always wanted to own a human child. <laughs> so you go ahead and start spinning and i'll make sure this gets uh turned into gold and then you can marry the king and when you guys have a kid you just give it to me and she's like what are you gonna do with the kid he's like don't worry about it. don't worry about that at all (laughs) he'll be fine um so she says that sounds like a good idea i can get the gold now but pay later yeah and he says Yes, if you want to look at it like that, that's fine. <laughs> and she says, let's do it. So they they end up colluding this last time. Yeah. The king marries her, and years pass, and then the woman has a child. And one day, Rumpelstiltskin, the, a child she came to love. Sure. Despite knowing that there was a bounty on the child's head.
0: Yeah, and it was conceived under duress, let's just say. Okay.
1: Um, but she loved the child. And Rumpelstiltskin comes a calling.
0: Yeah. And he says, "Uh, hey, remember me? And she's like, how could I forget? Yeah. He said, I'm back to claim my bounty. Uh, Give me that kid. I've got lots of neat things planned. And she says, I'd kind of like to keep my kid, actually.
1: And he's like, no, 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 no. Okay. I love fun and games. So how about this? I have a really weird name that you've never heard before. I've never told you. If you can guess my super weird, one-of-a-kind name, mm-hmm. we'll just call the whole thing off.
0: Yeah, I'll give you three days even. Yeah. And uh, she gets the name. She does. Well, she overhears him, right? She sneaks around and overhears him in his own uh, lair. I don't remember. I think that's how it is. Okay,
1: so she, but she guesses his name correctly, and he does not like that at all. Oh, no. By the way, in the early 80s... Hervé Villachez, Tattoo from Fantasy Island, (laughs) played Rumpelstiltskin in a a TV version of this. Yeah. So this outburst must have been particularly upsetting because you love Tattoo. So you don't want to see Tattoo playing Rumpelstiltskin having this outburst where he's just lost his human child that's been promised to him for years because this lady managed to guess his name. Yeah. And he goes, the devil told you that. And he stomps his foot. And he
0: stomps it so hard it goes right into the earth and gets stuck there. Like up to his waist. Yeah. And he uh, gets really angry about that and says, let me get my leg out of here. And he tears his body into two pieces. Yep. (laughs) And the lady's off the hook. Yeah. In the 1812 version, he just runs away. And they actually went back in 1857 to allow him to tear his body in half.
1: It's a weird way to die. Agreed. Who has that, that kind of upper body strength? Well, Rumpelstiltskin. I guess so.
0: And there's a new TV show out, too. I don't know if it's still out that had a lot of these characters.
1: Like Once Upon a Time or something? Like yeah, that? yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah. I didn't watch it, though.
1: I think it's still around. Oh, is it? I think so.
0: I thought, what's his face? Robert Carlyle's in it from Spotting. Love that guy. Yeah, he's good. Uh, all right, let's skip that one because that one just...
1: What about Snow White? You want to do that one? Yeah. Snow White. So Snow White was the one that changed everything. That was Disney's first animated full length feature. And apparently everybody, including his wife said, do not do this. This is not the the way to try to make your name. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm going to do it. He borrowed one and a half million dollars at the time to make this movie. And it turned out that everybody loved it. Obviously, it's apparently the 10th. Highest-grossing film of all time, adjusted for inflation.
0: Wow, still that's crazy.
1: Yeah, so Snow White was the one that everybody thinks of when you think of a fairy tale becoming sanitized or Disneyfied. You know?
0: Yeah, because in the Grimm version, there was uh, there was a heart in a box that uh, the evil was the evil. Uh, the evil witch. The evil witch.
1: The, the one who is jealous of Snow White's beauty. Right. She wanted her
0: heart in a box.
1: Yes. That actually made it into the Disney version.
0: Yeah, that was the sanitized version.
1: Right. In the, in the full grim version, she wanted to eat the, um, liver and lungs of Snow White, <laughs> as a matter of fact, which is a little freaky. Um, so the, the, the sanitized Disney version wasn't quite fully sanitized compared to the other one, but a little. They cut out the cannibalism.
0: Yeah. And uh, in the grim version, Snow White, uh, at her wedding, the evil stepmother um, gets involved there and the guests heat a pair of iron shoes on burning coals (laughs) force Snow White into these shoes to dance until she dies. Yep. From wearing, I guess, uh, I guess her feet are burned off or something. Or (laughs) she, she just danced herself to death.
1: She's a dance, 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 dancing machine.
0: We've got a couple of more here. Rapunzel,
1: yeah, overtly sexual.
0: Overtly sexual, and I just realized while researching this that the Beastie Boys uh, were clearly literature fans. Right from the uh, "What Comes Around" song, mm-hmm. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair, or I will climb up and get into your underwear. Was mm-hmm. the Beastie Boys line? Yeah, and I remember it when I heard that line. I was like, well, yeah, that's childish." But that's actually exactly what happens right. in the original version.
1: Ad rock. That was pretty childish.
0: Yeah. Is that what
1: you thought to yourself?
0: I did. <laughs> Not like your usual, uh, you know, collegiate, uh, high-minded stuff. Right. Uh, shake, so, your,
1: shake your rump.
0: <laughs> so Disney's movie Tangled, uh, is the, the Rapunzel version that's been super sanitized. Uh, and it's about a young girl whose hair has uh, miraculous properties that make you uh, not age so obviously there's going to be some evil lady that wants that hair
1: yep who happens to be a witch yeah
0: builds a tower
1: to house Rapunzel unfortunately she doesn't think to make the tower taller than Rapunzel's hair is long error Rapunzel has a a suitor a a prince I believe Mm -hmm. it's got to be a prince I didn't even have to look down yes it's I'm sure it's a
0: prince always needed a prince to save the damsel
1: right which we'll talk about in the next episode Um, but she liked to let her hair down and let the guy climb up her hair every night after the witch went to sleep and they would get it on in the tower where she was locked up. And they did this a lot. Yeah. And apparently one day she was very young and naive otherwise. Um, and she said to the witch, my clothes grow tight. And the witch is like, what? You know what that means? Figured out what was going on. Yeah. Um, banished Rapunzel to the desert. And said, be gone with you. And uh, the prince comes back one day and tries to, I guess he gets
0: into the tower somehow. Yeah, he climbs up in the tower and he is confronted not by Rapunzel, his lover. But by the witch. By the wicked witch. Who's like, I know what you did. Yes, and there are a couple of versions. He either leaps from the tower or she pushes him from the tower. Mm-hmm. And in both versions, he his eyes are gouged out by the thorns below. Right. So and he's he, blinded.
1: Right, but he's still very much in love. He wanders the earth blind and homeless from that point on <laughs> until he, by chance, encounters Rapunzel, who's living as a single mom raising their kids. Twins. On her own. Yeah. Apparently in a desert-like town, maybe somewhere in Nevada or Arizona. Barstow. Okay. So she's in Barstow (laughs) raising their twins as a single mom. Uh And he, a homeless blind man, uh, encounters her. And apparently it's just like when Ralphie comes back home in a Christmas story. Um, She starts crying at the sight of him. Right. uh, And uh, her tears heal him. Yeah. Heal his sight. Now that he has sight, apparently he's immediately got a home again. (laughs) Sure. So they make their way back to his kingdom and get married and live happily ever after, which is very rare if you haven't caught on by this point in time.
0: What, live happily ever after? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That is a really rare story. And it's sweet, too, because, you know, the love goes beyond... They're that immediate once once the sex dries up it seems like another in other um, children's stories yeah that, that the the dude is just like whatever I'm fine yeah this guy in one version jumps out of the tower to kill himself and is blinded and wanders the earth
0: that's sweet once the sex dries up um, punzel all right let's finish it off with uh, the worst of them all because it straight up is rape yeah you know, there's no dancing around what happens in Sleeping Beauty.
1: No. It's like Kill Bill. What do you mean? The beginning of Kill Bill.
0: Oh, sure. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh so in the Disney version in 1959, uh, of course you remember there was a young princess and a sorceress uh dooms her and casts a spell on her and says you're going to die at 16, which is uh even in our time pretty young. Did you
1: understand why?
0: No. Probably jealousy.
1: Yeah.
0: She's probably ugly, and uh, Sleeping Beauty was a beauty. Sure. Uh, so she says, uh, you know what? Uh, you're going to prick yourself on a spindle, and you're going to die. That is the spell. Uh, it can only be undone by a good fairy. Of course, the good fairy comes along. Mm-hmm. says, you can get out of this slumber if uh, a prince, your true love, awakens you with a kiss. Yes. Pretty innocuous, right? Sure. I mean, why not? Why not just,
1: just let's make it interesting, is what the, what the witch said.
0: That's right. But there's an earlier version in the 14th century uh, from France. Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce that. Paris Forest. Okay. Uh, and in this version, the prince returns, finds the woman uh, laying in bed, naked and unconscious. Yeah. And he rapes her. Yeah. He's
1: like, uh, I can't help myself. And I'm a prince, so no rules apply to me.
0: Pretty much. So she becomes pregnant, um, has a kid still while asleep she doesn't wake up from this right she gets raped she has gets pregnant has a baby um her her little baby uh, bites on her finger thinking it he's breastfeeding and causes the spindle the, the chip from the spindle mm-hmm. to fall out of her uh, hand i guess yeah her finger where she pricked it yeah and saves her so all she anybody up, had
1: to do was remove the the um what's it called the flax chip now, what is it called when a piece of wood gets into your finger? Oh, a splinter. A splinter? Yeah. She had a splinter. All anybody had to do was remove it and she would have been fine. Pretty much. Luckily, her kid was a dumb dumb and didn't know a breast from her finger.
0: That's right. And there's another version called The Sun, the Moon, and Talia from the 1634 by, uh, Gimbatista Basile. And in this version, it's a king who actually, uh, rapes the maiden. She has twins. -hmm. And the queen finds out and she says, You know what? Come here, cook. Take this lady, take her kids, cook them, kill them, cook them, and feed them to the king. Yeah. And he says, All right. But then he goes off and he's like, I just can't do that. What am I, some kind of sicko?
1: Right. I'll just kill a baby lamb instead. (laughs) And he feeds them lamb. So, um, yeah, if you were a cook or a huntsman or a woodsman during this era, you like part of your job was murder. Like you were expected yeah. to murder innocents at the at the whim of the people in charge. Yeah. Well, I'm just cutting down some trees. You need me to kill someone? <laughs> right. I got an axe. You want me to put someone's heart in a box? <laughs> all right. Well that was it. <laughs> um be sure to listen to part two of this where we talk about all the weirdness that's behind all of this weirdness. Yeah. Right? And I bet drugs. Sure. It's always behind the weirdness, right? Don't you think the Grimm brothers were token on something? I don't know. Let's find out. All right. Uh, If you want to know more about fairy tales that were way darker than you realized as a kid, just type something like that into the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com, and it will bring up this wonderful article. And since I said wonderful, it's time for Listener
0: Mail. Uh, I'm going to call this We Inspired Someone to Go Back to College. Wow! How about that? Mm. Hey guys, my name is uh, Marie. I'm from Lakewood, Ohio, suburb of Cleveland. I've been listening for a few years, and oh, I'm sorry, for years. Oh, okay. And as soon as I heard you were coming to Pittsburgh, I flipped out and called my mother immediately. Uh, she's also a huge fan. Her name is Joanne. Please give her a shout out. Hey. So they came to Pittsburgh and they were in the audience. Nice. And Thanks, she said guys. It was great. So, uh, however, the reason I'm writing is way more important than that. You guys were my inspiration to go back to college after listening to how sign language works. I signed up for classes about a week later. Uh, By the first day, I was in love, not just with the language, but also with school. I'd forgotten how much i loved to learn and uh, be challenged, and at the start of fall semester next year, I'll be returning to school full-time, and I could not be happier. Uh, In the words of my best friend's dad, you belong there. Nice. How about that?
1: Congratulations.
0: Uh, Also, in your episode, you mentioned three sentence structures for sign language. Um, I, employee, employee, I or I employ I. And you are curious about the last structure and the purpose is for clarification. With the different structures, uh, long sentences or sentences like I love you can get super confusing. Uh, she said or sentences. It's right. clearly not a long sentence. Right. Uh, it's hard to tell who is giving and who is receiving the love. By adding the second I, you are clarifying who is performing the verb. Nice. So thanks again for being my entertainment and my inspiration. Keep on doing what you do. You never know whose life you will influence next and that is from uh, marie rasmussen
1: thank you so much for that email marie we appreciate you
0: best of luck in college and continuing your education
1: yep and thank you to you and your mom joanne for coming to our show mm-hmm. i'm glad you guys had a good time uh if you want to get in touch with us because we inspired you to do something great or um because we make you angry whatever Actually, you know what? Uh, We don't care to hear from you if we make you angry. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Uh, You can get in touch with us via Twitter at SYSK Podcast. You can join us on Facebook.com slash StuffYouShouldKnow. You can send us an email to StuffPodcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And as always, join us at our home on the web, StuffYouShouldKnow.com.
0: on this, and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com.
1: You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why, with your Discover card, you'll have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great
0: Falls